Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast, the greatest podcast you'll ever listen to in your entire life. Uh, this week, we're uh, getting into a mindless self-indulgence album, but like most weeks, we are, we're going to take all of their records and we're going to die. We're going to rank them from worst, best to best. They do have five records, so we're going to do those. And uh, But before we do that, uh, or while we do that, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. My name is Tyler, way out there, 100 miles away. Way out there neither is Jeff. And uh, leave us a voicemail, too, if you want. Our phone <laughs> number is 503-893-5307. Uh, sure that, I think that number is posted on our socials, too. So go do that. Have fun with that. And um, before we get into the album rankings, we're going to do our new thing. Are six degrees of Tom DeLonge, where we connect the band of the week to Tom DeLonge, and um, let's get into that. How many do you have? I have three. Did we talk about doing three already? We did last week. We we yeah, said let, let's let's do no more than three. That was kind of our thing. Oh, we okay, do less, gotcha. but no more than three. I did one, so I okay. I, I lazied out. So then you want to you want me to go first? Then yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, so my first one here is, um, let's see, which one do I want to start with? Okay, I'll start with this one. Uh, Mindless Self-Indulgence did a remix, a popular remix, actually, of the Korn song Here to Stay on their Untouchables record. This is actually on their record, mm-hmm. um, on like I like the bonus track on it. So they, they did that. Um, so we got, we got Korn. Uh, we got Feldy, John Feldman, co-wrote a song on Korn's latest record, song this loss on the nothing so that's feldy and then feldy to blink and obviously tom DeLong is in blink so or yeah, was yeah, blink, yeah 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 so that that's my first one pretty easy one kind of cheap but there you go okay what do you got um mine gets pretty political do you have any political ones or no no zero politics okay D- do one more and then i'll do mine and then do your last one Save your best okay. for last. Save your best for my, last. My best for last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this next one is um, Jimmy Yearn, the singer from MSI. He uh, he actually recently just did an album with Serge Tankian from System of a Down. Uh, it's called Fucktronic. So that came out, I think, in 2020 or 2019. I can't remember. Uh, so so yeah, Serge was, is in System of a Down. System of a Down uh, was on the South Park record, sh- the Chef Aid album. Also <laughs> on that record was Rancid. They did a song called Brad Logan. Great fucking song, um, w- which was on that record. And then Rancid to Transplants. Transplants featured Travis Barker, Travis to Tom. There you go. Boom roasted. What do you Boom got? roasted. Okay. <laughs> All right. So your boy Jimmy, Jimmy P, mm-hmm. Jimmy PP is married. <laughs> right to Chantal Claret, Claret, yeah, Claret. She's a singer from Morningwood, the band Claret. Morningwood. Uh, Peter Yanowitz, also on on Morningwood, um, but he plays drums also 
for other other artists, other bands. And he was on a mm-hmm. band that was produced by Steve Albini. This um, that album was called Dogs. It was it was Nina Nastasia. You've heard of her? No, never heard of her either. Not. Yeah, he played drums on that album. But Steve Albini. So we're now we're into Steve Albini's territory. Steve okay. Albini first public his first published work was in the Baffler. The 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 periodical the whatever it's called the Baffler, it was mm-hmm. owned or was owned by by Thomas Frank. Thomas yeah. Frank liked to shit on Hillary Clinton a lot after she lost 2016 race. He was just he was all over her. I mean, you just Google like Thomas Frank Hillary Clinton, and you'll find tons of of, of articles about how he felt she lost that race. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. I didn't know where you're going with this. Uh, so during yeah, during during the Clintons administration, because Hillary and Bill are are an item. Mm-hmm. During the Clinton's administration, the uh, Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense was Christopher Mellon. This is way more than six, but that's fine. This is like 6.5. <laughs> okay. And Christopher Mellon was an advisor to Tom DeLong's To the Stars Academy. No shit. Yeah. I thought you were going to go the WikiLeaks route, but... No, this okay. is... Uh, I this so it's it's hard really roundabout. <laughs> it's hard to get these these links because I go I I try and go from name to name, and mm-hmm. so when I was doing like the the Peter Yanowitz played bass, that was on an album that was produced by Steve Albini, mm-hmm. like that should have been one right. But I had written as P, Peter Yanowitz is the bass player that played bass or played drums on Nina Nastasia's debut album Dogs which was produced by Steve Albini. That seems like it's more than one, but it's only one. I'm only going from Peter to Steve. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just That's giving fair, you background. Fair. You know what I mean? No, I get it. I totally get it. it and I did, I, I, like, I do see these other connections that I could have gone with, but this is the first time we've gone political with it, so. Okay. I see. I thought you were going to go the, the the Podesta emails. I thought you were going to do oh. that. That's what, because, you know, Tom DeLonge was in the emails, so, yeah. on the WikiLeaks. See? Oh, Dude, so Tom DeLonge's me. everywhere. Tom DeLonge's everywhere. <laughs> or then, I then uh, uh, when you went the other way, when you went with the Clinton way, then I thought you were going to do the John Kerry connection. Where What's the John Kerry I th- connection? I thought you were going to do Hillary Clinton, she's a Democrat, and so is John Kerry, and oh, she supported that's... John Kerry in the run, and they also worked together in the Obama administration, and then Tom DeLonge was part of the the um like John Kerry's committee in 2004 during the election like he supported John Kerry and was at his rallies and did speeches at his rallies and all that. <laughs> I thought that's a, I thought that was the connection you were going to make. But. Okay. Have you ever heard of this way, this this good. this Christopher Mellon? Malone? Maybe just in passing knowing that he was part of that part of the to the Stars Academy thing. His 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 title under the Clinton is he the one with like the the goatee, like kind of the heavier set guy, who's like on the the TV show with Tom. I don't honestly like his Wikipedia looks like just an, your average white politician. Mm. Like he looks like everybody else I've ever seen. But his <laughs> his uh, his title was Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense. Okay. The fuck does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask you. I was like Deputy what is, Assistant. What Secretary of Defense. You're the Secretary of Defense, right? You have an assistant, mm-hmm. and then your assistant is an assistant. Or wouldn't the Deputy Assistant be? Oh no, I guess not. The Deputy would, would be yeah. You're would the be top assistant, the assistant to the assistant of the Secretary of Defense. 
just seems like fucking average government just filler and bullshit right yeah that's That's what it seems like that's stupid (laughs) that's fucking dumb yeah so there's uh there's mine that was good okay i liked it uh my my last one it's not political at all but it's so it might not be as exciting but uh so Lindsay is the bass player for msi she's also married and has collaborated with gerard way from my uh, my chemical romance uh, Gerard Way is the singer, obviously, and Jared Alexander is the drummer for My Chemical Romance and has been for several years. Jared Alexander, not only was he the original drummer for Death by Stereo, but he's also the drummer for Matt Skiba's side project, The Secrets. So Matt Skiba to Blink to Tom DeLong. So he was the original drummer for Death by Stereo? Yeah, he played on um, If Looks Could Kill. What a downgrade, right? Dude, I, I have that album, don't I? Yeah, the, yeah. The black cover, yeah. How the looks fuck? What? I think he played on the second one, Day of the Death, as well. If I'm not mistaken, I think he did it as well. Wow. But yeah, he definitely yeah he played on on if looks could kill. Crazy shit. Then <laughs> he was the uh, MCR. Dude, I'm like <laughs> genuinely curious to go and re-listen to some like My Chemical Romance stuff. He's never played on any. He's only played on one song. Ugh. He he joined the band um, right after their last record, and I don't remember who played on. Maybe Josh Freeze played on that record. But because they didn't have a like a proper drummer for several years, and then Jared Alexander joined on that tour, I think it was that last tour, and then they broke up. And then since the reunion, Jared's been playing with them again. So there you go. That's pretty uh, pretty crazy, right? Dropping knowledge, kid. Dropping yeah. knowledge. That's that's what this is about, right? That's exactly what this is about. It's what we do on the pod. Six degrees of Tom DeLonge. So there you go. There's my there's my last one. So let's just get into the rankings and um, let's let's start with because they like I said we're only doing the five records we're not doing Pink so that includes their just the, kind of the stuff before MSI when it was just Jimmy um, so we're not doing that just doing tight through if or tight through um, how I learned to stop giving a shit so what do you got for your number five all right Worst number five how I learned to stop giving a shit okay interesting. This, Why? Um, I'm I'm nervous because like I like this band a lot, <laughs> and you hate him. <laughs> you clearly hate him. Oh fuck! You, uh, re- you don't you know anything. Song. You don't know anything. So Howard Leonard not giving a shit, dude. If you added some double bass here, and then like some hardcore hardcore vocals here and there, this is metalcore. This album is fucking metalcore. This album leaned into that like electronic uh, aspect too much. Like what? it wasn't it wasn't bad. Did we listen to the same record? It was a little disappointing. <laughs> Did we listen to the same record, though? Because I don't hear that at all. This is their newest album, right? Yeah, the last one they came out with. Yeah, this is Metalcore. You, again, you add some double bass. You add some hardcore vocals. I reluctantly, really? I reluctantly listen to a lot of Metalcore. I don't like it. but <laughs> I mean, I, I don't live, either. But. I live with somebody that likes it a lot, and they like this, and they listen to a lot of Metalcore. And, uh, dude, this is it, man. I'm telling you, really, you add some double bass to this, you got fucking metalcore. This, this was crazy to me. This was, I was, I was shocked. I was shocked by how stupid this album was. (laughs) I listened to this record three times this week. You. (laughs) Okay. Wow, that's so. You fucking hate this band. Do you have a Do you have a BB on this one? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I I got a BB for all of them. Okay, good. 
Um, hey, tomorrow. This, oh, that's a good one. This song was dumb. This song was good. dumb, and it was so pop. But I had a good time. I liked it. <laughs> you thought this was worse than If? Jesus oh, just, Christ. Just, just, you just you hate watch. This band, so why does it even matter? I mean, you, you hate this band anyway. Just so you it, watch. Okay, so that's your number three, How I Learned to Stop Giving a Shit. Um. Okay, so yeah, that's your number five. That's stupid. Uh, my number five is <laughs> If. <laughs> my number five is If. Uh, this is this is a good record. I like it. I like this record. Uh, but just throwing it up against all the other ones, like this is just nothing in comparison. But it's still a really good record. Um, it's it's more. It's probably their poppiest record. Uh, it's the most straightforward. It's not as hyper. It's not as chaotic. It's just not as fun. I guess you could say. Um, but it's still it's still a solid solid output from them and. And I, I forgot how many of the songs I knew on this record when I was listening to it because I, I rarely go back to this record. Um, but it, it was good. It was, it was a lot of fun. My favorite song is Revenge. Uh, they, re- they had done this song. They had recorded this song as a demo like years before this record came out. And they used to play it live too. So I, I knew the song already. But in the If version, they have the, the Na 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 part sung by, I guess, Lindsay and Kitty. That part wasn't in the original. So like it's a nice touch listening to that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Revenge is, is the best song on this record. There, okay. There's some bangers on this one. Okay. But yeah, so If is my number five. Their worst best. Still great record. <coughs> worst best. Okay. So wait, so so where would you... So we have a three-point rating system where three is a perfect album, two is a good album, you're going to go back to it. One is a bad album, but give it a listen, and zero is a trash fire. What would you give your number five? Your How I Learned to <laughs> Give It a Shit. I actually, I actually thought about this a lot. And how I would oh, okay. how how I would rank these, and I don't I don't want to say how I would until we get to the album of the week because okay that's fair enough because you hated them all <laughs> because there's something very specific that we'll we'll, we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there oh we'll get god there. I'm so curious because like you've never shown interest in this band oh okay so so what's your number four uh, number four is tight tight okay. um, toy toy like a toyga toy this like a toyga. Is, this is a solid intro, dude. This is this is cool. This is pretty. This is a pretty decent blending of styles. My mm-hmm. biggest problem, obviously, is the vocals, and that's going to be a recurring theme. But the vocals, dude, the vocals are <laughs> the vocals are stupid for no <laughs> well, other yeah. reason than just to be obnoxious. Yeah, which absolutely. is fine, whatever. But with tight, even the instrumentals, like nothing. Nothing ever kind of like deeper explored the genres they were blending, like the hip hop and the rock and the punk. They all came across as just as just superficial. There was nothing deep. There was nothing here to make me think like, holy shit, that was a good hip hop track. That was a good punk one. That was just a good rock track. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, you're pretty good. You're not sorry. Scratch that. You're decent at doing a lot of things. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, go. Cool. Oh my god, dude! You are just—I'm shocked by these rankings. <laughs> I mean, did you enjoy it though? Like, um, I don't know. That's what I'm—that's what I'm more curious about. Did you enjoy them? I—I mean, I mean, I don't, wait, you, I don't think there's ever been a week. Maybe common when we did that out al- that album. Oh, that was so long ago. There's never been a week where I didn't enjoy my listen. If anything, what about Deftones? You're right. You scratch that. You're right. You're right. You're right. I I I legit did not enjoy the Deftones. 
Oh, that's so stupid. This was another dumb thing. You this said. was this was minimum fun. This was yeah. No, this whole this whole week, this whole listen through. This minimum whole, fun. Yeah, minimum fun, oh, maximum shit. Um, fun. Means <laughs> <laughs> nothing. That literally means nothing. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> oh my god, this is the worst. Yeah. Um, well, I follow science, so my favorite album oh yeah, or my favorite track from this album is Cake. Um, okay. Honestly, Wait, cake, I cake's not even. That's not even on the original album. That's like a B side. Damn. Oh, because yeah. Okay. It's, okay. It's yeah. So I. So I should. I should. I should also. I should also say that I listened to this on Spotify, and Spotify had tight. I guess you're right. The tighter. Spotify mm. had tight later on, like in the year. Yeah, it was remastered. So I listened to tight after. I think everything else. Yeah, pretty much everything else. Yeah, it's after everything else. Or no, I think it's after If. So it, it's before the newest record. But I listened because to I think like... Because remastered in 2010. I listened to like all of it. And it was like 50 minutes. And it wasn't... I mean, it wasn't like that long. But I, I was just... I, I just thought like, holy shit, this is so fucking different than, than like how I, <laughs> how I learned to stop giving a shit. This, yeah. I, like this makes no sense that a band would progress and then like degress into this. And then that's when I realized I listened to it out of order. So yeah, yeah. That, I mean, Cake, I guess that's a that's not on it's the original a, album, but that's like a B-side or something. It, yeah, it's still a good song, though. Cake is still a good song. I just like the way he's, he says everything is cake. I think it's funny. <laughs> oh my God. I, that's pretty much like my only, the only reason why I picked that song. <laughs> okay, all right. Fuck, man, you hate these records. I chose, I chose Tight as my least favorite, but mm-hmm. because How He Learned to Stop Giving a Shit is basically bad metalcore, which is oh my God. already I bad. I just still don't see it. Which is already bad. Like that's, mm-hmm. dude, How He Learned to Stop Giving a Shit is an awful record. Wow. I'm telling you, man, like listen to it again <laughs> and just think of like all of the double bass that could be in there. I'm and then tell me that's not metalcore. Sure. I'm for sure going to listen to it tomorrow. God, I listen to fucking way too much metalcore. It makes, it like hurts my heart. Yeah, it's, that's horrible. That is pretty. Hor- I mean, there's some good metalcore like Atreyu, As I Lay Dying, and shit. But yeah, so like stuff like 15, 20 years ago. <laughs> True. Yeah. No, but the new As I Lay Dying record was pretty solid. It wasn't bad. It's pretty good. Number four for me is uh, You'll Rebel to Anything. This is also a very more pop based, more more of a, like a structured album. Uh, it's not as chaotic, but it's dude. It has some really catchy tunes on this one. There's some really cool parts, and uh, I think I mean I, just, I have a lot of memories with this record too. A lot of nostalgia with with a few of my friends, and it's a good time. It's a great listen. I I, I kind of forget about this record, but when I listen to it, I just I love it. I love this record. Uh, my favorite song of this one is "Stupid Motherfucker." Just the way he <laughs> he kind of like stupid mother. Fucker, like he just like he emphasizes the the fuck, and like just his little pauses and uh, the the stopping and going. It's just that's great. And then nineteen eighty nine, that's a great one too on this this album. I love that. Love this album. It's so good, but it's so wildly different from Frankenstein Girls. It's drastically different from that record, but it's so good. So good. Okay. Okay. So that's my number four. All right. What do you got for number three? Number three is if. Much That's way too high. Much like you said, this one leaned heavy into the pop. There yeah. was like there there was still some glimpses of like the punk and the goofy snot nosed urine, but overall it was very pop heavy with like the melodies and the tricks that are used in this type of sound. Mm-hmm. Specifically revenge. 
Yeah. That's great song though. Like those are those are the tricks you use when you want to write a good pop song. My favorite song? Revenge. Revenge. Yeah. I was giggling when you said it was your favorite too. Like because it's so <laughs> it's fucking so cheesy, dude. It's so stupid. It's so it's so like derivative. Like if you want to write a, a good pop song, you you just like revenge is it. Yeah. It's not it's, it's it's nothing new, dude. We've heard this a thousand fucking times. Yeah. Oh man, Revenge is good. It's a, but solid it's a good song. song. It's, it's a good song. Because it was it was written years before and it still has that that chaotic energy to it. And then because like if you listen to the original, it, it it's chaotic. But then you listen to this version, the if version, and only because they added in the na na na's, like it for whatever reason it completely changed the dynamic of the song, even though the the chaos is still there. Like it's crazy that one little thing can change a song so drastically. It's it's great. I love that song. I love Revenge. Both versions are fantastic. So, you didn't listen to the to the EP that's not on Spotify, huh? No. Despierta Los Niños. Was I supposed was to? Great. No, I, I forgot. I forgot to tell you to listen to it until like yesterday. Oh. But then I forgot to tell you to listen to it yesterday because I didn't want to overwhelm you with MSI with the with the five albums I listened to this week. <laughs> yeah. The twenty six we're gonna EP. do next week. <laughs> oh God! Hey, you're doing twenty six. I'm doing fourteen. So, hmm. anyway, uh, that was so. If was your number three? Um, my number three is how I learned to stop giving a shit. Their last record. Uh, this one was. It's an interesting record because they they weren't really gonna do anything, and then they decided to do a GoFundMe, and uh, they got a shit ton of money from that, and they made they it surpassed their goal like insane by an insane amount. And uh, then they recorded this song and there's even one song that was dedicated to a fan because he paid a certain amount of money. Cause one, one of the tears was like, if you pay this much money, then we'll, we'll talk about, we'll, we'll write a song about you. And the song is, you're no fun anymore. I think there's a name in there too, but yeah, it, it's dedicated to the fan who paid that much money to be featured in the song. This is, but, uh, this is the what? one where they like they had the songs written or not written maybe not written but like they had the songs materialized in their mind and yeah. and like Jimmy Urine was like hey unlike other kickstarters where we're just asking for money to get something started we have everything done if you yeah. want to hear it give us fucking money yeah exactly and then we'll do all the promotion and the all that crap and that like pissed and- everybody off that pissed off kickstarter like like everybody was irritated on that Everyone just thought like you, you like you could just make and record an album for five hundred thousand dollars if you wanted to. But they didn't record it. They hadn't recorded it yet. They right. just had. They had as maybe demos. But maybe that's like the best. That's not. That's not in the spirit of Kickstarter. True. 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 Like like the way Jimmy made it seem, and just in like the several interviews I read, is they they had they had the songs basically written down in their minds. It just wasn't recorded yeah. yet. <laughs> Or in his mind, because he writes a, a right. lot of it. Right, right, right. So it's that's. I mean, that if that's not going to foreshadow how much they just don't give a fuck about anything, then and I they, don't know what it is. I mean, and and this was like you know the last thing they put out. So it's like it's them really just not giving a shit, like just pissing people off, just but not even doing anything that egregious. They're just like just being annoying, you know, annoying at at the yeah, most at this point. That, that's what it is. Being annoying. But it's funny, you know, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a funny annoying. It's something that you shouldn't get mad about, but it, you are, you know, 
I don't know, but no, this is my this is my third my third best. Um, I remember just being super stoked on this, and when it came out, I fucking loved it. I listened to this record so many goddamn times when it came out. I just thought like this is like a good good throwback to like their more chaotic energy. I don't know where you're getting this metalcore shit from, but I think it's the opposite of that. I think this is like kind of bringing back some of the chaos of their earlier records, their earlier songs. Maybe a little bit more refined, but it's dude, I love this record. I think it's so much fun. The lyrics are so fucking stupid, but they're just the songs are fast. They're they're just exciting and one of my favorite I'd say one of my favorite MSI songs is on this record and it's all a mode. Cause that song is so fucking dumb. It's so <laughs> stupid. But it's so damn catchy. Like it, I, mean, I I can't even explain how dumb it is, but I love it. I love the song. And it's so fun to sing along to. And then the, there there's that whistle and it's just I love it. I love it. Great song. Okay. So that's my number three. How I learned to stop giving a shit. So what do you got for your number two? Number two is our album of the week, Frankenstein. Or Frankenstein Girls, huh? Yeah, Frankenstein Girls. Okay, so we won't get into that. Um, my number two is also Frankenstein Girls. So, what's your? I mean, I already know what your number one is. So yeah, number one, like their best album. It was not saying much, but your belt to anything. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> this is uh, this was just a much more focused and mature version of everything before. Like mm-hmm. here, we can actually hear some attempts at being like a cohesive musical artist. It's not so much of a joke as your first, but they still kept the humor. Mm-hmm. There's just, there's just a lot more maturity with this. And I don't know, like people grow up, man, except for Jimmy Urin, which is fine, <laughs> I guess. But, but I don't know, like uh, plenty of good ones on this one, right? For my bangers, Tom Sawyer. Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. Uh, that was a pretty cool cover. Like yeah. as far as my, my criterion goes for, for good covers, this checked all the boxes, right? It it sounds like the original, but it mm-hmm. also sounds like the person covering it. The person covering it doesn't try to go too far out of their comfort zone mm-hmm. to achieve the original sound. Like this is a this is this, I mean, this is a perfect cover to be honest. Like this is yeah, a, I, I agree with you. This is a banger of a cover. Yep. But also, Lottie Dottie. Yeah, that's a that's a not that's a like a B side, I think. Yeah, that's a B side. It was on Spotify, so it's a it's the Snoop Dogg cover, right? Yeah, or was that the Snoop Dogg cover? Lottie yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, Lottie Dottie. Yeah, because I mean, like, given that that he isn't setting any records for like rapping or whatever, this song no. is this is a fun acknowledgement to like all of his influences and inspirations. It's cool. It is it's great. Cool. Yeah. But I like how you 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 only threw out the two covers as your bangers. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. Sometimes oh, your band is man. just good based off of your covers, right? Me first and Gimme Gimme's made a career out of it. True. True, true, true. But the Tom Sawyer cover is really good though. I do like that cover a lot. When he when he kinda like sings along with the the guitar the guitar with that It's so dumb. Oh, MSI is so cool. Um but you hate him, that's fine. <laughs> my number one, my number one is Tight, their first record. Uh, Fucking nuts, dude! Fucking dude, this crazy. Is, I, I mean, honestly, I haven't, I hadn't listened to MSI in a long time, like maybe a year, maybe a year. A and year. A half. He fucking says a year. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> he hasn't listened to childish music in a, a year. Okay. It's been a long wow. time since I listened to him. And then throwing tight on, I just I completely forgot how how chaotic this fucking record it, it record is. It's just it's out of its fucking mind. Like it just sounds like they've been tweaking for three days, and they're just they just like recorded themselves tweaking, and they're just they're out of their fucking minds. Like I, I have no other way of explaining this record. It's it's insanity. There's nothing that really sounds like it. It's unique in that and some really catchy stuff, some weird trippy things that they probably shouldn't have done, but they did at the time. But yeah, this is, this is great. And my favorite song is the, the song bring the pain, the method man cover. Yeah, It's not a very good cover, but it's still a lot of fun. And it's like I said, chaotic. This album's great. I love tight. Tight's a great album. And uh, yeah, so that that's it. I mean, we'll get more into MSI and the main album of the week, but those are our rankings. And uh, do you got anything else to say besides how much you ate them? <laughs> um, no. No? Okay, okay. All right, well, yes, uh, listen to the main episode because we're getting into Frankenstein Girls. Will seem strangely sexy. And uh, that's all.